Hi everybody, it's Tom from Cricket Coach 365 and welcome to our latest podcast. Hi everybody, it's Tom from Cricket Coach 365 and welcome to our latest podcast. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Dr Linda Ormanby. Linda is a clinical psychologist and she's also the coach and captain of Box Cricket Club in Wiltshire. Uh, we're very lucky to have her join us today because she's not been very well with COVID recently. So delighted that she's recovered. And thank you for joining us on the podcast, Linda. You're welcome, Tom. Hi. Hi. So we ask our guests the same question in every episode, and we're going to continue with that theme. So if you could tell, an ex- tell describe or explain that first moment where you were interested or involved in the game of cricket, that would be great. Okay, so I'm a real latecomer to cricket. So I didn't start playing cricket until I was uh, about 38, 39. So I took my children to, I've got young twins, and I took them to a cricket drop-in group after school um, and uh, watched them starting to learn the game of cricket and get to grips with it. And it was a game that had always really eluded me, couldn't make head nor tail of the game. And then as my children started joining in, I started helping as a sort of parent helper, which was more about crowd control than cricket, but realised I started to really enjoy the game of cricket and it started to make a little bit of sense. And then essentially there was a bit of chat about maybe, you know, there's all these mums that are sitting and watching cricket. Maybe we could have a mums team. And it just happened to emerge at the same time as the Women and Girls Cricket Initiative was really taking off in Wiltshire. So we started having a bit of training one evening a week, just as a group of of, uh, mums, which then became a wider group of women. Um, And that led us into our first cricket festival, which really then gave me the bug for cricket. And I've got very happy memories of of playing that then and still playing now seven years later. Brilliant. What a fantastic introduction. And I think it's great as well to hear uh, of an example of somebody who didn't get in, involved with the game until um, you know much later on in life rather than somebody who started when they were very, very young. And it's lovely to hear how it, there was a kind of a link to your children, uh, but it was kind of through chatting with other mums that things started to kind of grow and build momentum. So tell us a little bit about the, the women and, and girls cricket um, sort of offer within the county of Wiltshire. Um, it would be great to hear a little bit about the, the work that they were doing that obviously inspired you to get more involved so they have a fantastic uh, very strong women and girls cricket tradition in wiltshire headed up by um sam dent uh particularly uh, who's been doing this for about six or seven years um he's a young chap but a fantastic ambassador for women's cricket very enthusiastic hugely inspiring Um, a great giver of confidence Uh, and he really sort of scooped us all up and he was fresh out of university when he was doing this and taking on this group of uh, largely middle-aged women um, and scooped us all up and gave us the confidence to understand and to play cricket Um, and they've continued um, particularly Sam Dent and Pete Sykes have continued to be a hugely supportive uh, and an inspiring force in cricket for us within Wiltshire we have a very very strong um, women's cohort now across lots of different clubs in this area um, with with fantastic support and direction uh, at every turn whenever you need it really it makes it very very possible and very easy to bring women into cricket because we have such fantastic uh, guidance and support and, and infrastructure really for festivals for women's softball women's hardball cricket across all three superb and uh, what was 
your first step into playing then um, when it came to box cricket club um you know for was it was it a, um, a softball festival was it um something else how to just describe a little bit more about how that came to pass so it was so i've only actually been at box this season uh, oh, i started um from easter this year i was at a previous club literally just a couple of miles down the road um so we started there the first uh sort of matches we did it was a festival um and it i remember it so so clearly it was an absolute riot of color just lots and lots of women in brightly colored shirts running around having a great time together i think without necessarily really understanding the spirit of cricket i really felt the spirit of cricket that day such camaraderie um between women on opposite teams huge amounts of laughter the best bit was it absolutely hoofed it down with rain. I don't think I've ever known rain like it. And there was a real sense from the male uh, umpires and scorers of like, oh, men wouldn't play cricket in this. And we were just having such a good time. We were like, no, we're already wet. We'll just carry on. We're having a great time. Uh, so we carried on playing in this pouring weather. What we did to their square, I don't like to think about now. I understand so much more about cricket. But such a sense of just the joy of playing this brilliant sport and being with other women and this sense most of us were taking the afternoon away from our families from our young children and just having the most wonderful time together and it, it really gave me the bug and I've just never looked back and what what you know if you if you remember that day so vividly and for people who are obviously listening can't see Linda's face and uh, whereas I've got that privilege and she her whole face lit up as she was kind of uh, reflecting on that particular um, match or that festival so you know lots of people in this country in the UK um, contend with the you know the weather uh, this it's not been the same challenge this year where virtually no games have been affected adversely by by the rain but you know cricket being off because of the rain um, is something that's you know most of us are very used to so um, to, to have have that attitude especially with it being your first experience where you were so in so much enjoying the experience he didn't want the weather to get in the way um what what would you say that the, the other participants both on your team and the opposition would have said if the game had been off oh i think we'd have been disappointed i think there's always that even now there's still nervousness before a match even before a festival mm. i think it's normal to feel nervous but I also think there's a real sense of wanting to get there and wanting to play. And when you look at the forecast a couple of days before, I realise that it looks a little bit dodgy. There is a, yeah, there's a real sense of, um, you know, desperately wanting the weather to be good on the day. And um, in our women's WhatsApp groups, there's a strong tradition of uh, sunshine dancing um, <laughs> and trying to sort of keep, make sure the sun stays out so we can get out and enjoy our cricket. And, and as you say, this year has been an absolute joy. We've had the opposite problem where the thought of uh, diving or rolling on the ground is quite terrifying because the ground is just so hard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we have a strong tradition in uh, in our local women's cricket of of sunshine dancing across WhatsApp to try and make sure that we get to go out and play. Very good. And and of those um, people who you played with on that first um, that in that first game, that first festival, are there, are there people that um, are some of those people still together with you now, or do you still come across them when you play against uh, other teams that um, to, uh, that took part in that festival that day. 
Yes, so the women that I played in the same team as, uh, we're all still fantastic friends, still in contact with most of them. Um, one of them is very much uh, regarded as uh, my uh, my batting bestie. Uh, so uh, my wonderful friend Jules that I play uh, most of my cricket with and do huge amounts of cricket organisation with, uh, she and I um, are fantastic friends. And the other women that I played against on that day, we're also all still in touch. So we still all meet regularly and play festivals and play matches. And again, because of the structure of Wiltshire cricket, there's just a fantastic sort of extended network of women, all of whom played their very first festival on that day and are still playing now. And, you know, some of the girls that we now see at those festivals, you know, would have been quite young children at that point. They are the, the, the children that we took the day off from to be able to play cricket. And now they're playing in teams with us, with their mums, uh, against us uh, more senior women, uh, which I absolutely love. I think, again, it's one of the sheer joys of women's cricket that uh, we played a festival last weekend and in one team there were three mother and daughter uh, partnerships. And I just think that's the most wonderful thing with, with cricket. Yeah, well, I couldn't yeah. agree more. I think... Um... We've not had the uh, the good fortune yet, or really the the infrastructure at the club that I'm involved in, uh, to to see that happen um, more than just with one mum and daughter. Uh, but I'm sure that that will uh, the the opportunity will present itself in the not too distant future. Um, and I know how um, how much I look at those times where I played with my son and other um, dads have played with their son, and it's you know a very very special. Um, moment albeit probably more sentimental for the for the dads and embarrassing for the for the boys um, but uh, but it's lovely it's lovely to hear that uh, mums yeah. and daughters um you know really enjoy that experience as much as possible because cricket does present that opportunity um you know much more than than other games probably um, it does it does the dream for us so my two sons are incredibly keen cricketers they're sort of bumping into county level my husband plays a little bit and the dream for us was to have all four of us on one team sheet and we've managed that twice oh, this fantastic. year which has been absolutely fantastic to play in the same match in a league game uh, with my twin boys has been a huge privilege and uh, something i will absolutely treasure and i hope i'll get to do it a few more times again well, tell us a little bit about that, if you don't mind, as, as an aside, oh. because I think that's that's an amazing achievement and an accomplishment for, for you know all the members of the, of the same family to play in the same team. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Box Cricket Club has uh, been a fantastic thing for us as a family. So I started playing uh, in April, um, joined the club, started training alongside the men. They haven't had a woman cricketer in sort of almost in living memory, really. Um, and then my two sons had just turned 13, so they were also invited to play in the newly formed second team, which was, you know, ostensibly a men's team. So they both, they've played every single week. I've played uh, on weeks where I've been needed. Um, and then when we have midweek friendly matches, my husband will come and play as well. So that's how we've had the opportunity. So we've had myself and my two sons play several times together, and then all four of us in a midweek friendly, which is just fantastic to be standing in the field and realise that, you know, you make up, you know, a good proportion of the team. Yeah. It's a really proud thing to do. And did the did the boys um, contribute with bat and ball, or how how did things go from uh, f as far as memory serves you? Uh, so they uh, yeah they're both very good cricketers. Um, interestingly, one of the matches when all four of us were playing, uh, one of my sons who's a they're both incredible bowlers. Uh, one of them's a very fast bowler, and he he doesn't bat very much. He tends to be a bit of a tail ender. But he was on an accumulative ninety seven not out. 
Uh, and then mum came out to bowl and was facing him. We were on opposite teams in a friendly match at this point. And, uh, and I actually pulled him out, which um, I don't think he quite knew what to do. I think there was a moment of shock for him and shock for me. And uh, sort of, uh, I think he was, it, you know, bless him. I think he was quite proud of me. But I think there was also that embarrassment of being gone out by your mum. But, yeah. um, but, so, but we've recovered from it. We're all right now. That's good. That's good. Uh, but, uh, but that, you know, what, a, what an amazing date to kind of, look back on in years to come that first yeah. match where you all played together and uh you know hopefully you'll have many more opportunities to do the same thing um, and so tell us a little bit more about how you moved from the the club where you first played uh to uh to and then sort of what happened between then and moving to box so essentially, I was director of uh, women's cricket at a club just down the road, um, and that had been going for about six years and going really very well. And then there was a real sense of you know just having some conversations uh, where it, what transpired from that was the opportunity to set up a new women's team in a club that didn't have any women's cricket but would really like to have women's cricket. Um, so I had a chat with the second team captain who was starting. Uh, a, you know, second team from scratch that year, not sure if they had enough players or not to be able to make it work. So went up there, played uh, you know, men's league cricket for the first time ever, which was a really exciting opportunity, trained alongside the men, um, which was a great way to sort of find my feet, um, make some brilliant friendships in the club and did that for a couple of months and then started having conversations about the idea of setting up a women's section. And uh, the club have been incredibly, incredibly supportive. Uh, the second team captain actually coaches the women's team alongside me, which has been brilliant. He didn't particularly plan to, but sort of fell into doing it in a stage alongside me, which has been great. Uh, and then some of the other men uh, from the first team have also helped coach. So at some evenings, we've had five coaches. Uh, and on one night, had um, 18 women, which considering we've only been going for three months is absolutely phenomenal. So it's been a real success uh, so we've we've literally just sort of done three months of training we've been to a couple of festivals um, but very very excited about uh, doing winter training so winter training the plan is that men and women will train alongside each other even though the women at the minute are doing softball obviously the men will be doing hardball but we're going to plan to um, train alongside each other so we can bring the two parts of the club together and have a real sense of um just a cohesion across the whole club and a real sense of women being really welcomed and valued and appreciated and highly regarded within a club that's uh, otherwise all made up of men and that feels just fantastic to be part of well absolutely 100 percent. it should be uh, amazing feeling and one of great pride and you've only just started like you say but uh, but t tell us a little bit about um what it felt like for you individually when you first moved to box not with your um director of women's cricket hat on but as a as a player turning out for the men's seconds team what what did that feel like and how were, were you uh, welcomed and received by both uh, fellow teammates from box but also the opposition yeah, so um, in terms of how it felt for me, absolutely terrifying, to be honest. So I went to the first training session. Um, I'd done a little bit of public cricket, so I played a little bit of cricket with uh, men, but uh, public cricket obviously is a bit more informal and a bit crazy. Um, 
So I went to the nets for the first session uh, with the men and just stood there very nervously with a ball in my hand thinking, can I do this or not? Uh, and I knew one of the male cricketers who very sweetly said, Linda, go and bowl. You're desperate to bowl. I can see you are. And I said, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. And he said, do you want me to hold your hand? And he literally took me by the hand, took me out to the crease and went, bowl, you can do it. And I did. Uh, so carried on sort of training with them that evening. They were absolutely lovely made me incredibly welcome uh when it came to for me to go in the far end of the net um they were very gentle on me they sort of bowled at half pace or bowled spin to give me a little sense of getting up to speed with um you know i played hardball cricket for about three years but certainly not faced you know the likes of uh, the bowling that would potentially be coming my way um, and then when I was asked to play in the first match, uh, it was literally with about an hour's notice. So my sons were playing and the second team captain phoned me and said, any chance you could don your whites this morning? And I said, uh, potentially, yes, I don't have any whites, so you may have to lend me your spare ones. And he said, that's fine, we can do that, it's not a problem. And I think I spent the first 15 overs just feeling absolutely terrified. And then at about over 15, just started to relax and realise all I had to do was chase the ball around. And, you know, if I just do that, I'd be absolutely fine. Um, and then relaxed into it and loved it and did 45 overs and uh, just had the best time ever. And since then, I've just desperately hoped to be called up every week and I've thoroughly enjoyed the times when I have. And the times when I'm not playing, you know, when they've got a good complement of uh, other players. Um, I've done the scoring, I've made the tea, I've brought the cake, uh, and generally just, you know, make myself part of the team and, you know, really enjoy just being alongside them, even if I'm not playing. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's a wonderful story in, 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 you know, for lots of different reasons. I think uh, to hear your honesty um, in reflecting upon that, um, that sort of feeling of uh, apprehension uh, and nervousness and why well, you said you felt terrified. So, terror, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> Uh, I think uh, that does resonate with a lot of other guests that we've had on who started playing cricket as a younger female uh, cricketer, you know, amongst uh, boys uh, and then sort of moving into senior cricket, either within men's or women's. But, yeah, that I think there's an, a, a kind of a, almost like a an understated um sort of a, a acknowledgement of fear terror anxiety apprehension but also resilience and determination to wanting to uh, enjoy and do well uh, and you know competitiveness people have said they've uh, they've had a competitive nature um, a determination uh, to you know to wanting to, uh, to contribute um, well i think it's lovely to hear you know your story saying that you know you only had an hour's notice um, but still, but still, and didn't have any whites, but still were happy to turn out, although you were, you know, feeling terrified. But then you remembered that after 15 overs, you know, you started to feel a little bit more relaxed about it all. Um, but then so lovely also to hear that even if not selected, you still want to contribute in other ways. And and I think that's another thing that people listening can appreciate that whether it, it doesn't have to just be playing where you can contribute. Um, so, you know, if you've got children involved or friends you know you can get involved in so many other ways of which you just uh, mentioned a few examples where every club up and down the country would love to have someone like a a linda there to say yes no problem i'll score for you or yes i'll help with the tees or you know i'll be there to support the kids um so yeah um fantastic story um and i know and, and credit to um to the second team captain and everybody else who played 
to to uh, to help you particularly get through those first 15 overs yeah absolutely and that i, I think you know the the second team captain's a fantastic champ and he's very much there's a real sense that he's always got your back he's very supportive he um you know it, he says the right things and there's always a real sense if it goes a little bit wrong you know he'll help you get it back on track again and things like that make it possible that sense that you know you're not going to be told off you know you won't be criticized the understanding is you're absolutely doing your best and you know the amount of encouragement both sort of verbal and non-verbal makes a huge difference there and that was the thing that made me realize actually no I don't need to be frightened of this there is a gratitude that I've turned up and filled in at the last minute Mm. there's a you know a welcoming atmosphere there's a sense actually I'm really amongst friends now and mm. uh, you know I can't really go wrong and, and one of the things that I've talked at length about with with Luke who's the captain is that sense that you don't wait until you're confident to turn up you turn up until you feel confident and mm. that is the game changer that realization that if you keep turning up the confidence comes you don't have to wait for it to appear first yeah, I think that's a great phrase. Just making a note of it. So uh, turn up, um, and the, until the confidence uh, you know comes to you, I think that's a great phrase to have. And I, and I'd I, yeah. I'd love to hear more about your your vision for um, for women and girls cricket at at box, having only just started things off, but made such great progress progress in such a short period of time. So yeah, for people perhaps who listen and are either considering um, setting up a a women's and girls um, section in their club for the first time or they already have it but are now taking on the reins themselves it would be great to hear you know your story and your vision and approach to how to develop a, a women's section so you know please tell us you know, what you can well I think um, the first thing is just that sense that you know yes there is a bit of organization to do but there's a huge amount of joy in working with other women and organizing cricket and the the rewards are immense so you know people will often look at rewards i think in terms of you know winning matches wickets runs for me it's the huge reward for me is seeing the blossoming in confidence seeing women who've never picked up a cricket bat never held a cricket ball just gaining those skills as the weeks go on, seeing the confidence come, seeing the self-esteem grow, talking to women who said, I never thought I would, you know, I never played sport at school. I never thought I'd be the kind of woman that would be playing, you know, cricket in front of, you know, part of the town that are coming out to watch us. So the rewards are absolutely immense. And I think a lot of it's in the teamwork. So if you get a little group of you that work together, then it's really easy because then actually the organisation stems naturally from your friendship. It's a pleasure to sit down and plan your next match or your own festival or a little fundraiser that you might want to do. You know, you typically have those meetings with a bottle of Prosecco and a bit of pizza and what's not to love. And again, I've done that this year, but it's been, you know, working alongside men instead of women. But next year, actually, women will be much more at the fore of that and working alongside me and helping me organise that. But I think that sense of once the friendship started falling into place, the rest of it really flows out of the back of that. And there's such a sense of 
cohesion and leaning in and working together. And it becomes a very, very rewarding, um, enjoyable process that you just sit back at the end of every training session. And I do this at the end of every training session I'm, and every match. I will sit down. I say to everybody that's trained, sit down on the floor with me. Tell me something that you want to keep from today and something that you're really proud of for yourself for today. And it's those rewards that come from it that mean that it's never arduous, it's never a chore. It's just an absolute pleasure and a privilege to head up, you know, a women's cricket team. It's just the best thing ever. Well, well said again. Um, yeah, I couldn't think of a better way of describing uh, such a, an achievement. And again, it, so just rewind the, the clock a few months to when you... Uh, first started communicating within Box that you were looking to create a women's section um, uh -huh. and just tell us a little bit more about how you sent that message out um, you know, within the club, also outside the club. Uh -huh. It was very, very simply done. So we literally put a few posters up saying we're starting, you know, women's cricket is coming to Box. Uh, come and join us on Monday. PIMS will be provided for free, uh, which I think is always a bit of a sweetener for sure. Uh, and then we just put some messages out on social media um, into sort of local, you know, Box is just a small village. Um, and we put uh, messages sort of into local uh, Facebook groups. Um, and then people got talking about it at the school gates. Um, people brought other people. And the first night we had, uh, I think, 17 women which was absolutely phenomenal for a tiny village and pretty much all of those are still with us and have played their first matches now and are batting and bowling and looking really rather good in what they're doing but yeah it was very quietly done again the club were just immensely supportive and excited and they just put out incredibly positive posts um, that set the tone really beautifully and then as I say I think you know the PIMS helps uh, it gave us a little bit of a social uh, interaction afterwards and that was really enjoyable um, so it's just gone from there and it's it's actually been really really easy from that point of view well very modestly put because I know there's a lot more to it than uh, than that but it's uh it, it is it's lovely to to hear how um how successful you were so early um but but I think that cohesiveness um and that teamwork that you alluded to as being one of the or two of the rewards that you get from working so well together um must have started with with you and others to actually get that message out there um and you know what from a coaching point of view how, how did sort of playing turn into coaching and wanting to get involved in that kind of capacity linda that's a good question so um fairly early on I was quite keen to sort of help with the running of sessions for sure so we've always had a level two coach with us um, different ones over the years and I've always sort of been keen to help run the sessions I always sort of took that bit of a managerial role so if there wasn't going to be a coach available one night I would tend to organize the session um, and run a practice session and then uh I guess about a year ago um uh, Wiltshire Cricket said you know why don't you think about doing your um your level one uh, coaching course and I thought actually yeah I kind of feel ready for that um, so did the level one foundation one course really enjoyed it and now that enables you to be able to uh, run you know matches uh, sorry run training sessions uh, without a, a level two so that sort of got me into doing that and then what they, what I also did was work alongside the coaches that coached me uh, and did some uh, coaching of the county girls and women um, and did the winter coaching and that was a fantastic experience of doing that 
The other bit is I've had one-to-one coaching myself for probably about three years and done that pretty much every week. Um, so a fantastic chap called Mark uh, that's coached me through, um, you know, all weathers over the last few years. And I've learned the most amount, you know, from being coached one-to-one from him, huge amount. He's an incredibly patient, incredibly positive, uh, wonderfully funny kind-hearted man Um, and I've learned so much from him and then the different group coaches we've had over the years male and female again have been fantastic so most of what I um, do in the coaching that I do now yes it's come from the from the ECB um, foundation course but much more than that I think the the style and the positivity and uh, for me, the massive focus on fun um, and that sense that you can't get it wrong. There's just things you can do better and better and better. That's been hugely um, inspired and infused by having uh, just fantastic coaching over the years. And that that's um, very much sort of the way I would always wish to coach. And, and that for me is the, the joy of coaching. It, it's the sheer delight in watching somebody grasp a skill over the course of a couple of hours. Uh, and I genuinely been known to tire myself out with uh, happy dancing uh, just watching people uh, sort of gaining skills gaining confidence and just see the massive smile on their face as they get it there's there's no no better way to spend a sunny evening for sure no i couldn't uh, i couldn't agree more again on that one i think as a coaching philosophy it's a, a brilliant thing you've uh, you've just oh. described um but i i suppose one one question um that springs to mind i think that um it's not a leading question in in any shape or form, but the fact that you've been the kind of the uh, the lead person at box and were direct director of women's cricket, women and girls cricket at your previous club. How important do you think it is uh, within any club environment where you're looking to establish um, a women and girls section or pathway or development route uh, to have a um, a lead stakeholder who's female as opposed to male uh i think it i think you need both i think it's really important to have um a female who uh you know i think there's an element of being a role model i think there's an element of understanding what it is to be a woman in sport I think there's an element of understanding what it is to be a woman who maybe wasn't sporty as a younger woman. You know, I wasn't. I um, uh, I broke my knee, actually, in my early teens and spent my whole teens on crutches. So I didn't do any sport at school at all, didn't do PE. A lot of the women that I work with now in cricket, you know, they are hugely confident people. You know, they this is a whole brave foray into sport. There's a vulnerability that comes with that. Mm. And I think having, you know, a woman... Uh, sort of heading some of that up to give um, some inspiration and some positivity and to help with confidence and self-esteem, I think is is really useful. But what I would say, I think that when, you know, I think I do think we are still women in a men's sport mm. and we're in a men's world. And if you don't have the support and backing and valuing and appreciation and respect of men within your club and within your sport... I think it's almost impossible to make it work. I think it's very difficult to thrive mm. if you don't feel like you're being championed and respected and supported and cared for. Mm. So I, I think both is um, is really important, actually. Mm. I think, um, yeah, I, I think both are needed. A fascinating answer, and thank you for your, for your honesty. 
Um, so in terms of what, what the future holds, just in, in terms of the immediate future, and you've alluded to, to winter training plans and stuff. So what are you looking forward to now that summer is over? Uh, the, you know, we're, we're moving into autumn, winter, weather's changing. Uh, so what's uh -huh. going to be the, the next few months? What's the plan for, for Box Cricket Club women uh -huh. and girls? So we had our last women's session last night. We we out, outlasted, outlasted rather our male counterparts by several weeks because we're we're hardy. Uh, so we did a first training session with um, with bobble hats on last night. But as the light is going, that's sort of probably it. So we'll be starting winter nets in uh, hopefully January, start of February. Um, I've also literally just today uh, signed us up for our indoor women's league, which is really exciting. So that will be some of the very first match experience for a lot of the women that are training with us at Box. And I've registered us for softball festivals, softball pairs matches. Uh, some of the women are up for doing some hardball, so we're going to do some hardball matches as well. So there is a very, very, very busy agenda next year we'll also definitely host our own festival which again is just a, an absolute thing of joy hosting a women's festival having a whole field full of women running around smiling lots of color lots of laughter really excited to bring that to box next year so it's going to be a very very busy exciting happy positive year of cricket and another bit of history for box cricket club which i'm just enormously proud and privileged to be part of well, I'm absolutely convinced, having heard your story for the first time, that it will be a happy, positive um, year of cricket to look forward to. And it sounds like you've got lots of fun uh, in between now and then to uh, to keep everybody entertained and involved. It's a, a wonderful uh, story to hear uh, going back to that very first moment where you took your twin boys to an after school club um, as a mum. And then through chatting with other mums, you know, you you started to gain a bit of an interest through the the support and inclusive inclusivity um, from Sam and Pete and others at Wiltshire uh, County Cricket Board then had your first experience of a, a cricket festival. And then th since then, everything seemed to have accelerated at such a rate where you've uh -huh. uh, got more and more involved from that first club where you were director of cricket for the women and girls section for a few years. And now all the things that you're planning to do and have already achieved at Box. So... Um, it's been a, a wonderful privilege to listen to that story, uh, Linda, and thank you ever so much for spending the time to, to share some of those uh, amazingly happy and positive moments that you've already experienced, of which there are going to be many more to come. Oh, thank you so much, Tom, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to chat about my uh, happy days in cricket and all the things I've still got to look forward to. Yeah, well, I think what we're going to try and do is maybe rather than having a photograph to accompany the uh, the, the link to the, the podcast release, maybe you can send us a, a short video of your um, sunshine dancing and that, that, might, <laughs> that might get a few more people to, to listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, it seems to have worked this year, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's worked wonders. Uh, it's been a, it has been a genuine uh, pleasure. So thank you ever so much uh, for, for your time, Linda. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. As a reminder, each Cricket Coach 365 podcast will be released every Friday at 6pm on Spotify and Apple Play. After listening, please leave us a positive review on Spotify and share it with your friends and contacts. You can also follow us on Instagram at cricket underscore coach 365. Have a great day.